Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here back and recording for the second part of our Western Conference season grading. Um, it follows on from doing the East last week, mm. and it is absolutely electric here, the energy, on the 21st <laughs> of September. September. Oh, uh, not September. Well, the year is <laughs> Better rectify year yourself. Fine, fine, but not quite that quickly. Get him in the comments. But I'll tell you what, here to kind of help steer the ship, Mr. Roe Hancock. Oh, yeah. Hey, how are we? Good, um, mate. How are you? Thank you for keeping me uh, on my toes and keeping me honest. That's okay. Someone has to. Yeah. How are you, um, mate? You're looking forward to doing the West? Yeah, these reviews are really, really good, and we received some feedback throughout the week where we went right, where we went wrong last week. So. It was a mixed bunch, wasn't we? Oh. We kind of... If it was baseball three strikes are out, I reckon we would have just been on the uh, on the edge. I there. think so. I think so. But we held true, and we're back this week for the for the West. Also joining us, Mr. Lee Henker. What's up, guys? Lee here. You coming in second this week on the introductions? How's that? Yeah, feel? A little bit a bit, we are not caught rock oh, by dude. his um, by his reaction, but no, the barking subsided for this week. Yeah, um, shout out to our <laughs> our fourth co-host we had last week, Millie the dog. She has been her contract's been terminated during the week. She got um, a short stint though. A short stint, a little ten day contract. Yep. Um, she got a she she's been booted out quicker than uh, Max Kellerman. Yeah, absolutely. I just had to put oh, that in yeah, there. He's a gone. Little, a little quick dig. He's gone. Thank. Um, and we're all very grateful for that. I'm not. I'm not. Real quick, I'm not going to de- dive into it. But they better find someone that matches his energy to fight with Stephen. A. The return of Skip Bayless, perhaps. I love it. Oh dear. Oh, God. oh dear. We are Let's living in not. an alternate reality, <laughs> guys. As we said, it's going to be a massive episode. We've got all 15 teams to grade in the West today. We're certainly up and about for doing that. Um, just quickly, last week we had a little bit of a miscommunication in how we were doing our grading and our, I guess, our tier system. Yeah. Uh, this week, are we are we just going to continue on with the way we each did it last week? I so, think so. I think with these gradings, this is my opinion, I think you just grade them based off what you thought yeah, throughout absolutely. the season. Let's not have too much criteria surrounding it. And it's it. good hearing say, like last week we had Brooklyn, I had a D and you guys had an A and a B. And yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Adds a little bit of variety to it. Before we get into it, though, guys, a big shout-out once again to our major sponsors at Intersport, uh, yep. the team there continuing to do massive things to the basketball range, as we keep alluding to on a weekly basis, but it is continuing to expand. Mm. Uh, got some wicked new kicks coming in, some mm. Puma ones, bringing some absolute right. fire at the minute, um, and new jerseys on the way. So once again, a big shout-out to the team there doing great things. Can you give us a sneak peek of the new stuff that you've got, got I coming I will in? have to. I will yeah. have to. Yeah, as, you will. Uh, part of my obligation to start Good stuff. Um, sharing that on the uh, the stories a little great. more. So be sure to stay up to date with our socials, guys, Instagram, Facebook, active on all for all the latest news and updates from both the NBA and NBL. Let's get into it. I um, think so. Oh, with the last point, once again, guys, as we said last week, but continue to let us know what you think of our grades. Hit us up on our socials. You know, if you love them, you hate them, where we went right, where we went wrong, love to hear it all. So mm. let's get into it. Let's, let's start with Mr. Roy with the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. How did you see their season? Look, I've given them a B-. minus. Um Really slow start to the season. Sort of caught most people off guard, I reckon, because I think this year people were expecting massive improvement, probably straight from the get-go, really. Um, but really slow start to the season. They came home strong to finish fifth in the West, which was a really good comeback considering where they were at times this season. Yeah. Um, Luca kept progressing in the right direction, which was positive, and he was always going to progress in that right direction. He He's going to go down as a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. But I think with Luca, I think the expectations on him were far too high. Yeah, I think um, we all said it a bit high. We all said, well, I know I said MVP. I said I? MVP. And I think others... third year in the league, wasn't it? I think, yeah. Third, third year in the league. Third, yeah, third year in the league and we're saying he's going to be MVP and, and <laughs> carry his team to, you know, great heights, which I'm sure he will. Um but the downsides, I've given them a minus because of the supporting cast around Luca. Yep. I think it lacks massively. Yep. I'm talking about Porzingis. I was talking about Richardson throughout the year. Tim Hardaway Jr. actually showed that he was a good Robin to Luca's Batman throughout the well year. I that as well in my notes. He was a yeah. lot more consistent. And we expect that from KP, don't we, yet? He mm. runs so hot and cold. But I, I likewise said that about Hardaway and, and Brunson as well. Being Brunson, yeah. More than serviceable in that sixth man role. But I think just overall, just to sum it up, I think Luca going forward needs far more help. And I'm sick to death of Porzingis being that guy that yep. um, we're expecting to rely on to help Luca because he's always either injured or when he's out there, he's not helping enough. So mm-hmm. um, needs more help, but... 
yeah, B minus for Lee. Well, I've stooped even lower. I've given, I've given them a C this week. Um, like Rose said, there's no doubt that Luke has taken steps to towards progression. He hasn't. He didn't take massive steps, and he knew that because throughout the year he was like, "Yeah, I'm not playing as great as I could," so yeah. he's aware of it. But he was still carrying the hell out of that team. But just to reiterate, Ro, Paul Zingas, I know he was injured for half of the year, but even when he was in for the other half of the year, he just looked so slow mm. and lethargic and just passive and just not up to the standards that the Dallas Mavericks need him to be. He's like, not the piece. If they want to no. be genuine threats, mm. which they certainly could be with Luca at the helm, he's not the piece to get them there, is he? No, I mean, they they looked better in some of the games without him, you know, yeah. opposed to with him. So, yeah, like Ro says, I just think he need, Luca needs... A better second man. Well, I'll mm. split the diff between you two. I went to C+. Plus. Okay. Uh, it was a very, very reminiscent season of last year. They were right on the edge of going into the next round. They led that series 2-zip against the Clippers before faltering in seven. Um, yet they were there. And uh, again, they had the series last season against the Clippers. They're right knocking on the door yet, mm. as we said, with poor Zingas. It, uh, it doesn't seem as if they're going to get over that kind of that, that hill. No. Um, but again, seeing Hardaway, his kind of emergence into that Robin mm-hmm. um, and Brunson as well, they were slight positives. So I think uh, they deserve a slight plus yet not not to the expectations. Like Luca, as we said, MVP. Mm. Um, mm. I don't detract anything from the season he had because he was still phenomenal. But they're, they're in a funny spot as well in limbo, aren't they? Whether you run with KP, whether you off him. Mm. I think um, he's gone now, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but what do you think of Josh Richardson? Yeah, he's gone now, isn't he? Yeah. He's Come to the, the old Beantown. The Beantown yeah, boys. Uh, he didn't move the needle nah, a lot. No. Nah. Um, so they really need to find a system that's going to work and uh, just around Luca, solely based yeah. around Luca. They need to have more capable shooters. They yeah. need to have a really dominant big man. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to really iron some things out and quickly. Just a quick pass fail on this move. Getting rid of Rick Carlisle at the end of the season, pass or fail in terms of do you think that's what they should have done or not? I think it's a pass. Pass. I think just with the relationship him and Luca have, I think yeah. that's the most key part yeah um you know that's i think you've got to keep that and hopefully a little bit of consistency if you're losing a few players as we said richardson mm. and you know other players are like you want a little bit of stability there yeah not yeah. tear the whole thing down i'm so with I think, you yeah keeping carlisle's the right move mm-hmm. cool. very good shall i go to the, the nugs the nu- denver nuggets what have you got lee i'll go with the nugs i gave them a b plus um this time around um, they did look like they were living up to the expectations that I know a lot of NBA fans gave them before the beginning of the season until Murray got injured, um, and that was kind of the turning point. Um, yep. You know, Jokic still played amazingly, played MVP-like, but just not as not as good as when Murray was in. It just shows how big of an impact Murray has towards everyone's game because yep. they all play better. Um, I know I, and I'm sure you guys did too, had a lot of questions regarding the the guards behind Murray. Yes, Kampazo and, uh, and Austin mm, Rivers. Yes. But I was pleasantly surprised by them. They um, held their own, didn't they? They did. I they know did we what all they laughed and mocked them, but they, yeah. they were serviceable. <laughs> and then Jokic. I, I was reading last night that he played every single game yep. um, for the Nuggets last year, which is amazing, and he is really the backbone to this Denver Nuggets franchise. I gave them a B-. minus. I predicted they'd finish second. They finished third at 47-25. Beat the Blazers in six in the first round before getting swept by the Suns. Um, I think, yeah, you've got to take a little bit away for getting swept. That's a mm. bit of pill to swallow for a team that we had such lofty expectations with. Yet it's a, it was kind of a year in halt, wasn't it? Because mm. the fact they didn't have Murray, his importance can't be um, understated or overstated yeah. enough. Mm. He really is, again, referring to that Robin, such a key part to their offense um, and having a... I guess that stability in the backcourt, uh, they probably, without him, fared a bit better than I thought they would. Getting over yeah. the Blazers was mm-hmm. a big positive. Um, but I think a B minus, still a positive year. Uh, and now they've got the reigning MVP, so confidence <laughs> should be sky high. Yeah, I'm with you. I've given them a B plus, though. I've given them a plus because they've still had an incredible season, third in the West. And, you know, as we're mentioning, for a fair majority of the season, they were without Jamal Murray, who's such an integral part to that team. Um, So they sort of exceeded my expectations in that they still had a really good season. And unfortunately, they got swept in the the playoffs, but it's sort of to be expected, I would have thought. Not at full strength, coming up against a Clippers side who were out for redemption, I guess. Um, 
So, but good signs from Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon when he came across as well. So yeah, that was some pluses. Yeah, over there. yeah, yeah he's, he's um, reinvigorated himself a little bit. Well, he has, and I guess the fact I've forgotten him shows he's settling into that role as more of a third, fourth option, which yep. is probably which better is. for him. Yeah, yeah he's not is. a one or two, is no. he? So. Um, yeah, good mm. Good there. I, to be honest, I completely forgot about that. But <laughs> excellent. Uh, we'll move ahead to the Golden State Warriors. I gave them a D+. Plus. Okay. Uh, I predicted they'd finish 7th. They finished ninth at 39 and 33. Mm-hmm. Lost back-to-back playing games against the Lakers and Grizzlies that spelled the end of their season. Uh, but before that, the, the man who controlled it all, Steph Curry, was absolutely electric. He looked like a genuine MVP contender for oh, a while yeah. there and really put this team on his back. Um, so that was a positive. Yep. The reason, though, I'm giving them a negative is the fact James Wiseman, the yep. big piece they acquired, um, only played 39 games, showed some flashes that first game. I think he was, what was he? It was money from three, and we really mm. thought, wow, what potential this guy has. Mm. Yep. Uh, didn't see enough of him, and he kind of, again, was a player who ran very hot and cold, and yep. for probably more of the time cold. Uh, so I, I've detracted from them for that, mm-hmm. um, and I think the position they were in to not make the playoffs given them a bit of a downgrade for that. So it's, it's a negative season, only just, but again, taking into account it was really a kind of a year in halt yep. whilst we mm. waited for Clay to come back. Yep, that's fair. Um, I've, I've actually given them a B. I've been a bit more generous. Oh, what is it? D minus, D plus. Uh, D plus I gave it. Yeah, well. I gave there them a B. Um, if, I was, if I was marking Steph Curry individually, probably an A plus yeah, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the team overall, Steph had to carry them. Um, I think given... The state that they were in last year, I think they finished maybe third last in the West or thereabouts. But yeah. regardless, I think they've they improved massively this year, and it was all off the back of essentially one player. The the rest of the guys were, you know, Andrew Wiggins, who was is a bit of a hot and cold player in general. He looked a bit better this season. I think this was one of his better years in I, terms of consistency. I do like him not in that main scoring yes. role. I like him in a supporting role. Um, well, is that third option now between? Curry and Clay, I reckon he, he has the potential to flourish without as much pressure. He does, absolutely. Um, also, another season without Clay Thompson, obviously it hurts to have a player of his calibre out, and I think they performed actually quite admirably considering they were still down to yep. massive players, so give them a B. Excellently. Yeah. I gave them a C plus this time around. Gee, um, they've got the B, C, and D. They, you see, <laughs> this is cool. We're all... I mean, like it. I had low expectations for them, and I'm sure a lot of people did, but I was just surprised how much Curry could actually carry the Golden mm. State Warriors. You look at some of the other other players that carry their team, like LeBron with the Cavs. Um, he, he has a lot of dimensions to his game, and I'm not saying Curry doesn't, but his game purely re- revolves around shooting, yep. and it's pretty crazy how a shooter can carry... His team. Well, that's the thing. Just on that, like we Curry can facilitate. We know yeah. he has a really good, high quality IQ and well-rounded mm. game. But LeBron is big enough to get the boards to control defense more. Yeah, yeah. you were saying. So the way Curry's able to carry his team, yeah, it's really a little more specialized. Yeah, it is. So that's and a great point. I, I, I saw they went from the worst record in the West last season, and then this season, um, what ninth, which ninth. is pretty good. Yeah, but but just like you guys were saying, James Wiseman was pretty pretty shocking this year. And I, I have hope for him because I think it's just a matter of adjusting to the league. I, I, I'd compare it to Dwight Howard because yeah. he used to, in college, he used to just dominate. He came into the league and his rookie season was pretty god-awful because he was just getting towed over by these big men. Th- but th- then he grew into his own and yeah. he got to his prime and he was dominating everyone else. Well, Wiseman's shown those flashes, as we said in the game, one, the ability... Yeah. To actually hit the three ball, the athleticism. Mm. So there is potential there. He's just got to. I think we need to ease up a little bit on yeah. James Wiseman, to yeah. be honest. First year, big guys always take a bit longer to get going anyway. They do. Um, and he was never going to be the main offensive option. Well, he was just DeAndre going. Ayton. This year, yeah, that yeah. big man, the number one pick, and we were. Whoa, what's going on? Yes, he started yeah. this season to live into that. I think just give it a few seasons and he might start surprising a few people. There you go. Bookmark that moment there. <laughs> Let's move ahead. I reckon this will be an interesting one. Roy, kick us off the Houston Rockets. Yep, I've given them a flat D. Um, I think it's clearly a rebuilding season yep. with a fair few more similar seasons on the way. Um, I liked the, the thing that I liked overall was that 
they have committed to a rebuild. There you go. Um, and by trading James Harden and completely shut, shutting up shop, I guess you could say, sort of shows where they wanted to go. Um, in saying that, last in the West with only 17 wins, it's <laughs> it's kind of difficult to be too kind to them. Yes. Um, I could have given them a C based off the fact that we all knew that this was going to happen, but 17 wins last in the West, I think it was quite an ordinary season. We showed glimpses. Kevin Porter Jr., when he got a bigger role, oh, showed that he oh. could bowl out. Um, he was dynamite in a few games, wasn't he? He was, he was. Um, so it may be slightly unfair to give them a D, but in saying that, um, 17 wins last in the West, I don't yeah, know yeah. how kind I can be to them. There you go, harsh but fair. I've been a little bit more fair. I gave them a C. Um, mm-hmm. I think they lost their best player, um, their franchise player in James Hard- yes. Harden, but I think that was somewhat of a massive release for them. It would have just taken so much stress off their shoulders, yep. especially the way that he was going about getting traded. Um, now I know they had the worst season, not even not only in the West but in the whole league. But it didn't it didn't feel that way because, like Rose said, they are in a rebuild stage. They admitted to it, and they've already got those glimpses of talent in Kevin Porter Jr. They'll have. Um, New Woods, Jalen yeah, Green, Jalen Green. Green. Yep. Um, so I think it's I think it's looking promising for them. Mm. <laughs> You're going to be kind here. Oh goodness, I've given them a B minus. B minus. Look, I can see where you're coming from, and I think I know where you're going with this. But go ahead. So based on my expectation, like my pre- I predicted they'd finish ninth. Yeah. Um, they finished fifteenth, as we said. That prediction was made on the assumption James Harden would stay. Yeah. Uh, at that point in time, we weren't sure, but I gave that the benefit of the doubt. As you said, though, they've made the transition to that rebuild, the full full committed, and for their efforts, they got the number two pick. Um, John Wall, I think, was a, a positive in his return to mm-hmm. like, full playing. I think he... Forgot about John. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Everyone do the John Wall trickly <laughs> one. Absolute tune. Yes. Um, but he looked good. His athleticism hadn't diminished as much as I thought it would. No. Um, and then getting Kelly Olenek, I thought, was a great bit of business. Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tater, Marnie Brooks... Kevin Porter Jr., mm-hmm. yeah, they're young players and that kind of, mm-hmm. now that core they're developing, they're in a really good position moving forward. Mm-hmm. As we said, they've now acquired Green uh, in the draft. If they decide to move on from Walt, they're going to get a, probably some decent assets back or even keep him in the team to nurture that young talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the end of an era, but I think they've got a direction now. I think they're, they've, I, I actually, like I've spoken to a few people already, I, I like their young core, I like mm-hmm. where they're at. I think they're in good shape. So it's it's weird giving the team with the worst overall record a, a B minus, mm. but um, I I think it's quite positive. You know what? Fan. I don't know if we're allowed to do this. <laughs> but I'm, I I think you guys have convinced me up to give them a bit more favourable of a mark. I think I'll go up to a C. Yeah, there you go. Level with me. Sort yeah. of sort of like when the the student sort of does a bit of a sob story in front of the teacher after <laughs> they they've given them a grade. D plus and they say, look, we'll just give you a C and you can pass it. So <laughs> I've never tried that one just uh, if I fail. Uh, give neither have I, but keep it up your sleeve. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Lee, the, the LA Clippers. I did like how they entered this season with a bit more of a humble approach with that, which I had to because they embarrassed the hell out of themselves last season in the playoffs. Amen. Um, so it was nice to see that. My biggest surprise and my biggest premise that I'd like to add was how surprising it was that um, Paul George could take such lead with Kawhi Leonard down. I thought that was really impressive um, that he could still do that. Yes. Um, in terms of Kawhi, there's not much to say because he's just probably the greatest two-way player in the league right now and one of the great great all-time two-way players he's insane on defense and on offense um there's not much to say about him there you go well so what was your grade sorry b what i think it was did i I not say i I think we b minus b minus yeah i gave them a b yeah i predicted they'd finish third they finished fourth 47 and 25 beat dallas in that first round in what was just a crazy series with Mm -hmm. the um the, the road teams winning the first mm. six games, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, so they beat Dallas 4-3 in the first round, beat Jazz 4-2 in the semis, which was a great win for them. Lost 4-2 to the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, but within that they missed Kawhi for the mm. whole series. So they don't get a downgrade for that. It could be considered a failure, though. I think not winning a championship in the last two seasons. I think yeah. Steve Ballmer, the way they really committed over these last couple of years, I think 
in his eyes, it might be a failure. Mm. Or not even getting in the or finals. Fans. Yeah, absolutely. Like championship, not even getting in the finals. Exactly. You know, I test that even more. So I think in that regard, it's a downgrade. But I gave them a positive, and a big positive just for the fact they gained some respect back, mm. some likability back. Because yep. um, I know they were right on top of the shit list, weren't they? They, they were, were a really yeah. hated team, just their arrogance. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, that Paul George, the, the hustle and fight they showed, mm. um, you know, seeing Terrence Mann in that, was it game was so, it game seven, uh, game six against the Jazz and Terrence Mann had yeah. 39 points or something? Yeah. And just seeing yeah. them really throw it all on the line yeah. um, without Kawhi and, you know, playing with heart, I think, was endearing. Yeah. Uh, so I gave them a big positive in that sense. Yeah, agree. I gave them a B. Um, another impressive regular season followed by pretty impressive playoff run yeah. considering Kawhi Leonard was out. And we weren't quite sure how Paul George would be able to lead this team and if he could sort of redeem himself. He did throughout the course of the season, but, you know, you have to put it on show on the big stage, which he showed that he could do, and he bounced back really well. Um, Also liked Reggie Jackson in that second fiddle role. Um, He he stepped up to the plate when he needed to, and even though they didn't get to the finals, he sort of did everything in his power to get them there, along with Paul George, obviously. Um, But I wonder how that playoff series against the Suns would have gone down if Kawhi was out there playing because I, I I think you would have at least gone to seven. It was 4-2 in the end, so game six would have gone to seven. Who knows what happens in a game seven. His impact is that is that great, isn't it? Like mm, He truly yes. can, and as you were saying, Lee, is one of the greatest two-way players in the mm. game. Uh, his impact would have been really profound in just locking up a booker or locking up a, you know, whoever the case may be, it really would have altered... Mm. You know, not only their starting lineup, but it, you know, you're able to give less minutes to the bench than yeah, yes. having Kawhi play 40 minutes. At- not, not to mention, he's a champion. Championship caliber type player out yeah. there, and they're so valuable. You see the finals MVP. Yep. He's done it on multiple teams. His impact on winning. He's not scared of the big stage, and I guess he makes everyone else around him feel more comfortable. Yeah. Um, so, are, are, yeah. Sorry. Are the yeah. Clippers? Sorry. Are the Clippers? Do you consider them like we'll do our season mm. kind of preview previews and things of the kind? But are they? I guess if you look at the NBA as a whole. Are they a top tier? You've got the Nets probably. you maybe put the Lakers. Yep. I don't know how you guys see it. But are they in the top tier yes. contenders? Yes. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I'd say almost not. Really? With, with the talent. In the second tier. Yeah, with the other talent. I the, don't. The top, top, top tier talent. You look at um, the Nets. I'd probably put the Lakers in there now. Yeah. Um, you look at the Bucks, I'd say, as well. I'd say they're the top three, and then a little bit below them, the Clippers sneak. Well, how I think many... they're knocking on the door. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm, okay. Agree to disagree. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. They're a funny team, though, aren't they? I've lost a little bit of faith in them. Well, I think the Clippers um, fit into the same tier list as the Suns, Yeah. where I don't think they're top-tier calibre. Yeah. But they're I agree. What would it take calibre. for them to be become top-tier calibre to you, then? I'd... Do they have to make the finals? Do, you remember, do they have to no, make the championship? Do you remember how, uh, and I was watching an interview between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant throughout the week. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that? I watched bits and pieces. I need to watch the full thing. When you get to that point in your team where you go in and you gel and you know exactly what role you need to play, and Kevin Durant said he knew he was going into every game and mm-hmm. he was just going to win. They were just going to win because they all fitted so well. They don't know their role, do they? No. Who's... Especially from what we saw from Paul George in that mm. series, like who's is he happy to take a back seat now? Do you reckon? And but he plays so much better when he is the focal point and yeah. the offense mm. runs through him. Like mm. for me, I see all those that top those top tier teams. I have faith in that they'll win a championship. Mm. I just don't think the Clippers can quite make it to that stage. Yep. Getting through everyone else mm. and you know getting to the top of the mountain, I just can't see them lifting the trophy. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. The last two seasons I think they've really been poised to have a crack and they've faulted both times. Yep. You know, not entirely their fault with Kawhi mm. getting injured. Um I just think they've they've taken the runners up to game 6 without yeah. one of the best players yep. in the league, top 5 player in the league. I think we could have been having a different conversation if Kawhi Leonard was out there. but Let's oh, well. say they win. Let's say because of that they yeah. beat the Suns. Do you reckon they would have got over the Bucks? No, no, I don't. No. Well, they have a better matchup for Giannis in the yeah. first place. Yep. Um, Kawhi can pretty much take one to five almost, can't he? Just about. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, about. 
Paul George was hitting his straps at the right end of the season. We're spending a lot of time on the Clippers, yeah, but ah, um, long it's such st- a complex team. Long story short, I reckon they would have had a very good shot. Well, here we go. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do this season. Let's move ahead. I'll kick us off with oh. our tone, the Lakers. I predicted they'd finish first. They finished seventh at 42 and 30. Mm. Um, I gave them a D minus. Okay. D minus. D minus. It was a real shambles of a year, and partly, you know, not shifting the blame, but I think a lot of that could have been we spoke about the heat last year, that championship hangover. Mm. It was a short turnaround, mm-hmm. um, and it was quite not only physically but mentally demanding being in the bubble and for that long yeah. as well. Uh, they just, yeah, just didn't quite look like the team we thought they were going to come back as. They went down to the Suns 4-2 in the first round this season, struggled with health, um, AD and LeBron, LeBron in particular. Yeah. Um, their depth that we were so excited about, like mm-hmm. I know for me I was buzzing, but um, yep. Schroeder in particular was a real disappointment. <laughs> um, and so I'm quite... Quite wrapped that he's he's now departed on a, a measly contract. <laughs> he, he, he just blows my mind how he it's turned crazy. down 84, 84 million, was it? Yes. Did you see he's cutting haircuts for a bit extra cash? Is he? Yeah. That's that a sad story. state of affairs, isn't it? He's but, a bit of a meme now, isn't he? Old Dennis Schroeder, unfortunately. He, he is. Um, mm. The only positive I gave to them was Taylor Horton Tucker. Mm. Yes. He really burst onto the scene, and um, you know now we've since lost coups. Lonzo Ball's gone. All of our other pieces that we've had over the last few years, young pieces are gone, and it really remains all the veterans for next season and Horton Tucker. But, yeah, I like what we saw from him, and hopefully he gets a more increased role next season. In terms of him, we'll just stay on it right now. We won't go back to it. But we know he's a promising talent in the league, but he doesn't get that many minutes. With all these guys gone, do you reckon he'll get a bit more of a gig? I think he will, particularly in the regular season because, mm. you know, these frail older bodies, mm, yeah. um, I think they'll look to kind of preserve them a little more for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, like, they're going to they're gonna do what they have to. They're going to, you know, I think after what we saw this year faltering at mm. seven, going to shoot for home court. I think that's a must. Yeah. Um, but I think they'll look to, you know, we'll see a fair bit of none. We'll see yeah. a fair bit of Horton Tucker. Um and the, the demolition crew, LeBron, Westbrook, AD, will turn on the Jets in the fourth quarter. Carmelo. Yeah. Mello. Yes. <laughs> He's changing to number seven, I think, by the way. D minus for me. I've given them a C minus, actually. Um, it had to be a failure of a season. They were never going to get a C. They were never going to get that pass mark, just based off the fact that they had very high expectations and they failed and, you know, ended up... I'd locked in another chip. I was back to back. Yeah, as I think most people probably would. Well, at least a finals appearance because they would have had to come up against the Nets regardless. But I think for me, I've been a bit kinder on them because injuries did play such Mm -hmm. a significant part of their season and this team revolves around LeBron and AD. Well, it did throughout this last season. LeBron played 45 games, which is the lowest amount of games he's played in his career. Likewise with AD, lowest amount of games with 36. It was never going to eventuate into a championship season with those two playing as little of games as they did. Even if they were playing at the right end of the year, they probably didn't have the game conditioning um, at that time of the year when you needed to be switched on and ready to go. Mm, Um, So I think going out in the first round against the Suns was probably probably summed up their season to an extent. Yeah. It was sort of like the cherry on top of what was a pretty disappointing, disappointing season. Yeah, yep. Uh, I also gave them a C- as well as Rowe. Like we've always said, injuries hurt them. Um, LeBron's in particular. We, I know Anthony Davis got injured, but even at the start of the season, he looked terribly slow. Was that just me? He didn't. I, I remember that. He, he, he looked... He looked underwhelmed. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was with Anthony Davis at the start of the season. He just didn't seem his usual self. Might have been a bit worn out from Might the have been a bit worn out. finals. I don't like and We're going to see it change next season, mm. I think. But I don't didn't like seeing him and Gasol on the floor. No. Like, I, yeah, I want to see right. him play the five. Yeah. I really want to see him play the five and just, you know, embrace that role. Because mm. he's a good stretch because like, he can shoot as well. Mm. So, yep. Yep. I think just clogging up with Gasol and Davis mm. was not great in terms of system proficiency. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so hopefully... Was, I was just also going to say, it was a shame to see how pretty god-awful they played when they both got injured. We know they're not going to win <laughs> mm. a majority of their games, yep. but, God, they just they just fell off a cliff. They looked like the type of Lakers when they had, like, Kent Bazemore as their star, you know? Oh. Robert Sacre. Oh. 
those were the oh, days, Nick, as a Lakers supporter. Yeah, so I tell you what, it's um, like there was a point. I know LeBron at the end of the tunnel. I think LeBron might have been back towards the end of the regular, but like there was a point where we didn't even know if they were going to make the well, play. Well, they had the playing play. right. game against yeah. the Warriors, so yeah. that mm. shows how close they were to potentially not even making the yeah. playoffs. Yep. Um, which would have been. What, what was it I saw? Was it Kendrick Perkins said during... No, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Oh, here we go. Um, LeBron, it's a, it's a must-win year. Mm. Championship or, you know, your Hall of Fame credibility, your, you know, goat talk is all but over. Mm. Shut up, Not Kendrick. Hall of Fame, sorry, credibility, but Paul goat Pierce, talk yeah. is gone. Oh, Pierce. Pierce. I hate Perk so much. <laughs> he actually does my head in. Perk and Pierce, they're just... He doesn't know what he... I, I've said, I've said on every episode, but Kendrick Perkins just doesn't know what he's... What Talking. the word, the next word that about is about to come out of Perk's mouth, he doesn't know what it is. It's like a ticking time bomb, isn't he? You just oh, he's don't ridiculous. know when he's going to go Did anyone see, this is just taking it back a little bit, did anyone see when he was on the draft panel? Yeah. No, he looked so out of out place. Of they were also analytical and they were professionals, yeah. knew what they were talking about. Kendrick just... Shines he, through, doesn't oh, it? Oh, just like the, what's it called? The elephant in the room. Yeah, yep. Physical features and all. <laughs> you made me do it. I'm glad you said it, not me. Um, Roy, take us away with Memphis. Uh, I've given Memphis a B. Um, I think even though they've just missed out on the playoffs yet again, they defied the odds and performed better than most people probably thought they would. Um, I think Jar has shown over the past few seasons, um, even though he was injured at times this season, that he will have a few seasons throughout the course of his career where he will be in MVP contention. Mm-hmm. He's the type of player who has the ability to lift his team into playoff contention. And, you know, with a few more pieces going forward, who knows? They might make a deep playoff run. You just can't rule it out. And he's going to have the highlight reel to back up like an MVP he, case. He, he will. He's, he's going to be on ESPN on all the Instagram pages in the front of the mind of people. The thing is with him, though, is he, he is a highlight reel, but he's also a dog in terms mm. of he, he wants to win and he can carry his team to wins. I thought he and um, Jonas Valanciunas were a great one-two punch throughout the course of the season. Disappointed we won't get that. Disappointed we won't get that. Again? New um, Orleans. Oh. Have we got Stephen Adams there next we season? We do. Not uh, quite as dynamic. Uh, not a, as dynamic on the offensive end, but he's still a brute, so... Yep. Who knows? But I've given them a B because I think they've exceeded expectations again, even though they missed out in the playoffs. Terrific. I gave them a B as well. They beat the Warriors in that thrilling OT game to clinch the eighth seed. Uh, won their first game against the Jazz. That feels like a lifetime ago Did. Um, before losing 4-1. Um, liked what we saw from Desmond Bain. Hope he continues to develop. Um, and for Jar, like I think it was just a really positive step forward for them as well. Thus, they got a B from me. Yep, and I gave them a C plus. They slightly exceeded my expectations, not by a heap. Mm. You know, Jar obviously progressed a lot. Not a lot. Uh, a he little progressed. bit. A little bit. He he progressed. Yep. Um, and I I think they've got one of the one of the better young cores. They do in the in the mm. league. So yeah, I really liked it. Mm. Fantastic. A team who. Didn't perform as admirably. Lee, what did you think of Minnesota's season? I gave them a C- minus um, this this time around. I, I think they did take major steps after firing, um, who was it, Saunders, Saunders and yep. getting Finch in. Um, he Saunders, to put it simply, he was making them not win games. He was just a bit young he and, was. and inexperienced. They were 7-29 and 29 mm. with Saunders and with Finch. They got up to 16-20. and 20. Um, in terms of uh, Russell, uh, I would have liked to see him improve a bit more, seeing that he got paired with his buddy Cat, um, but he didn't. Mm. Um, I, I feel bad for Cat because you can still see, even when he plays, that like his mother's death is still taking a toll on him. He's had a lot on his plate, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's got to come into account somewhere like basketball. Is their job. Yeah. Um, but they've got a life outside of it, mm. so it would certainly hang heavy on his head. He's still, in saying that, he still makes a tremendous impact on their winning. Without him um, this season, they're 4-22. And, and then with mm. him, they're 19-31. and 31. Um, In terms of Anthony Edwards, the number one pick, um, he'll continue to improve. We already saw... Brilliant. We already... Mm. We, yeah, I know it was brilliant. We already saw glimpses of talent from him. I'd like to see his shot become a bit more confident and comfortable. Yep. But God, he's like driving and he's... Bowl handles are already, you know, pretty amazing. Absolutely. I had a C- minus as well. Um, it feels like another year somewhat wasted. We know how 
like how big a talent Cat is. Mm. I mean, it feels like another year down the drain, especially when they went out of their way to get Russell. Yeah. Um, although I gave them a little positive for seeing him in that sixth man role. Mm. Did I look think, good. I think they looked a lot better when he was coming off the bench and could dictate that that second unit and really just take full control. Yep. Um, I think that's something they should look to work with and so. have Edwards, Cat dominate that that starting lineup. Yep. Um, so that was a positive for me. Likewise, Edwards, it was fun seeing him. Mm. He's an excitement machine as well. Um, just a little more consistency. That will come with time in a few areas of his games, the shot, turnovers. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I, for me, that's the big point. Yeah. Develop the team but have Russell off the bench. I think that's a really a, a smarter move. I think that's a big point as well, and um, I've actually given them a D. Um I think that on paper, this team should have finished higher than they did. Um, you look at Cat, D'Lo, Edwards, Malik Beasley. Yep. Um, but the problem is... No love for Juancho Hernan Gomez? Uh, no. <laughs> um, after, after those guys, they fall off a cliff in terms of talent massively, yep. I think. Um, that's why, as you were mentioning about D'Lo coming off the bench, it's so needed because... They need someone who, with quality, coming off that second unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. If he was starting, I don't know who their best player on the court would be in their second unit. But they'd be struggling big this time. time it'll, this year round, it would be Pat Bev because he's gone there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. I the, the thing with Minnesota, just quickly, is I I, th- I look at them in the same way that I look at Philly, in ter- not in terms of their performance in the regular season, but in terms of their culture. I think they've got a losing culture at the moment yep. um, in the regular season. Minnesota it's almost acceptable, do. isn't it? It's, yes. It feels like there's no real push or intention to change. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And I think that um, going forward, if they continue this losing culture, A, they'll lose some of their existing stars, and B, no one will even think twice about going to play for Minnesota. Yep. Um, my one real light was obviously Anthony Edwards. I think he was a bit stiff not to win Rookie of the Year in the end. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. It would have been completely acceptable if he did win it, but um, little little man called Lamelo Ball was there. Buy it up. Uh, good one. Let's go ahead to the Pelicans. Fellas, I gave them a D plus. I predicted they'd finish 8th. They finished 11th at 31 and 41. It felt like a year which we were expecting with the acquisition to Bledsoe, um, you know, they looked another year under the belt of Zion, Ingram, all these players, that they were ready to take a step forward. Yeah. Mm. Yet they regressed. Um, Bledsoe was horrendous, and I think uh, <laughs> the faith, any, I don't think anyone has any faith in him anymore. Clippers uh, do. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> that, that won't last long. Um, Ingram, though, continuing to bowl out. But the, the downgrade I think I had, and the most key part is, Heard through throughout times during the year that Zion and his family mm-hmm. um, are dissatisfied with what the organisation mm-hmm. has done and is doing to put like a winning formula around him. Uh oh. So if you got your franchise piece already, you know, dissatisfied, it doesn't bode too well. No, no. Uh, so that's a big downgrade for me. The only positive, uh, another positive, I gave Kira Lewis Jr. coming off the bench, played around seventeen minutes a game, six and a half points, two and a half assists. He looked. Looked like a capable player, and mm. now losing Lonzo, losing Bledsoe, their guard stocks. We expect to see him a little bit more this season, so mm-hmm. hopefully he can continue to grow as well. Yep, I've given them a D. Um, I think that since they they've gotten Zion, and even though these expectations might be unfair, I think regardless of had high expectations to improve over the last few seasons. I think they've just been very mediocre. Yeah. Um, and they've got pieces there to be better and to finish better than they've finished over the last few years. Zion and Brandon Ingram are the main two guys that they need to build around, but they did have other pieces Lonzo, throughout the course of the Adams, year. You know, Redick. I, yeah, they've, they've, they they shouldn't be as mediocre as they are in in my opinion. And I think going forward, they need to make sure that they that they're building around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. I actually like those two as a combo because yeah, they complement each other really well. Yep, um, one of these. Massive, bulky, it's like great finishes. Mm. Yep. But then you've got the outside silkiness, yeah. um, sort of reminiscent of KD, obviously yep. not as good as KD, but um, reminds you of KD in Brandon Ingram. So I think they've got the pieces to improve going forward. But um, yeah, I, I, I just hope for their sake that they can win a few more games because otherwise Zion will start to look elsewhere. It, 
yep. if you know he has already by the sounds of it. Yeah. So he will look at that a bit more seriously. Hundred percent. I gave him a D minus, so I've Ooh. given them the lowest lowest rating. I was really disappointed. Probably the most disappointed I've been out of any of the teams last year, um, to be honest. Like you said, Nick, there was a lot of inclusions which could have been the turning point. The main one for me was the coach, Stan Van Gundy. thought he would have done at least a little bit to bring some some culture back to them, but he's done pretty much nothing, and I'm really disappointed with him. Stephen Adams, I never thought him at centre was a good idea because – it, it kind of just messes up the dynamic. Um, if you want to be building around Zion Williamson, put him at centre. It Don't, really clogs it, doesn't it? It does. So much so, because we know, we've, we've said he's probably the most dominant force in the paint since Shaq, mm. um, and yet you clog it up with that other big man. That's mm. not... It's not it doesn't great. work. It doesn't work. They need to stretch five, and hopefully Valentunas can be yeah. more so of that. And it's hard because I absolutely love Brandon Ingram. I love his game, but God, he just needs to become more consistent. I believe. I think that's the word consistency, because he was having games where he had really good games, but then he'd have pretty awful games. So I love him, but do more. Do Do more. Be better. Yeah. (laughs) Be better. Yeah. Yeah. A team that I don't know whether we want them to be better or not yet. Roy, how did you say see the the Thunder's? season um i gave them a c i gave them a pass mark they only had 22 wins but i think we knew this season was well and truly on the way they've gotten rid of chris paul who, who was their leader throughout yeah. last season before last um and i think they've truly committed to a rebuild so i'm very happy um with where they're at um going forward i think sga stood out massively yeah. with the increased role he showed that he can be a guy who can be relied on on a night-to-night basis yeah. um so I don't have too much to say about OKC because they've sort of finished near on where I thought that they would finish given that they've offloaded CP3 and yeah. I think um, they're going to improve even more so going forward. Very good, Lee. Um, I gave them a C as well. Uh, I know they finished fourth last overall, but it is pretty impressive seeing you've just got rid of CP3 and they've literally got the youngest squad. I was having a look. They've got a combined age of 23 years of age. So it's pretty insane. Um, They had a good... Good, a promising start to the season. There was a little 16-game run where they went eight wins, eight losses, mm. which looked nice. Then, unfortunately, Shea went down with that injury, which, you know, halted them a mm. little bit, but injuries happen. In terms of the inclusion of the new head coach, I won't... What's his name? Because it's... Like Dagnall. Yeah, Dagnall. Jeez, you can always be relied on to remember that name. I never there remember it. <laughs> I really do like the inclusion of... The inclusion of Mikey Boy, um, he's the youngest coach in the game at 35 years of age, and that kind of fits into their young core, yeah. which I really like. He personally likes to play very fast-paced uh, with no real positions, which I like because the team's young as well, and it kind of mm. helps them grow into their own and find yeah. their own game. Really impressed with Lou Dort. He's Lou one Dort of you, he's, he good, he's he? just one of the best. Um, guard defenders in the game um, today Um, and also with Moses Brown and Basils they erupted as pretty confident centres Moses Brown won't be staying there he looked really uh, really good for the little little parts we saw of him I'm Mm. flat that we didn't retain him (laughs) idiots I I gave OKC a a B Um, partly they've continued this season like during the course of the season they've built on what is already the most loaded asset (laughs) Just in NBA history, mm. they've continued at just every turn to acquire more assets, and it, it really is beyond the joke now. It's yeah. just, I don't have the number on me, but it's like 50 draft picks Goodness. over the next seven years, and then some, I think. It might mm. be a few more. Um, started the season better than I expected them to, like you said, Lee. They had that little 8-8 eight eight run mm. there. Um, and then they made the right move in the back end of the season, sitting everyone, Horford, yep. Yep. Shea, every every name that was going to influence them winning, they sat and really committed to that rebuild. Yep. Um, yes, Shea being the focal point, his development's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's really taking strides and should probably be looking at an all-star appearance next season. Should I think be. that should yeah. be a benchmark yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't really count in the grades. But I give. Oh, I, I don't go. want to count it. But mm. I give them a positive. Forgetting Giddy, I, that's the only <laughs> name I want to include. But Giddy, what an acquisition there! Yeah. Um, Do you reckon he'll start next season just quickly? 
I don't think so. I'd come off the bench. I I don't think, think like, Lamelo didn't even start. There's a a lot of, like, most rookies don't start. I don't think so. Mm. I just think they're very thin. He could be a chance, but who knows? He could be a share. Who Mm. knows what will happen during the camps? But, Mm. uh, yeah, a B from me. Phoenix Suns. I gave an A. Mm. Uh, Predicted sixth. They finished second at 51 and 21. What an impact Chris Paul had. An immediate impact on winning for a team that... They had that little run in the bubble the year before they went 8-0 and zero and gave themselves a chance in the playoffs. But for the most part, it's been a team with a losing culture over the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. But that turned around instantly. Um, the strides Booker and Aiton took with Paul, they are, I think, one of the most versatile, I'm not going to say dynamic, um, but versatile big threes. Yeah. They really are so interchangeable on a night who dominates and who can kind of take the lead whether mm. you want Chris Paul to kind of slow the pace down set the tempo control the game or you want Booker to run and gun they really are quite adaptable to every situation in our position uh, Bridges, Johnson and Payne fantastic role players that all really complemented them going to the finals they yep. needed those couple of additional pieces yeah um they were super solid throughout the season and they didn't suffer too many injury setbacks, which was key, I think, to their success. Mm. They were quite consistent throughout mm. and they really looked destined for the title. They, they did. were two, two yeah. zip up, lost the following four games, but they were, you know, a bee's dick away from really. They were. From being there, from yeah. being NBA champions. Um, and they disposed of the Lakers, Nuggets, and Clippers on the way to getting to the finals. So a hugely, hugely successful season there in Phoenix. It was. I've actually given them an A+. Plus. <laughs> um, I think it's fair as well. Um, incredible season all around for the Suns. Finished second in the West. Runners-up in the NBA Championship. You take those last four games out and it was a perfect season, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It really was. Um, sort of a shame that they couldn't get it done in the end. But, geez, they improved. Like they, we knew that they would improve with the inclusion of CP3, particularly given the season before they had a really hot end to the season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as you were mentioning, Nick, the inclusion of CP3, just invaluable um, in terms of their um, improvement. Not not only um, the – well, it's Booker who's been affected by CP3's inclusion, Aiton, Mikel Bridges. Winning the team, the fans, the whole Every, Everything. It's the franchise, isn't it? Every aspect really transformed. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, he was so valuable to their – to their run this plus, year. That's fair. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. Brilliant. I gave him an A. Yep. Came a long way in just under a year. They went from finishing 34 and 39 the year prior and this year 51 and 21. Um, the acquisition of Chris Paul proved to be the biggest um, trade of the off season. Um, yep. Yeah. But could we expect anything less? Um, as soon as he joined the Suns, him and D-Book were in the gym training together as yeah. soon as he joined them. Um, they were a pretty struggling franchise. They had a star player in D-Book but no leader. Chris Paul's coming in as that leader um, mm. and just had that presence and that massive impact. Um, yeah, yeah, I've 100%. They're, a, they're such a likeable team, aren't they? they? Are. Like, well, now, I yeah. was really... It's hard because I was excited the Bucks won to a certain extent but mm. I think everyone was really on board with the Suns mm. and kind of story, that narrative of Chris Paul getting his first title. Mm, yeah, and, yep. um, yeah, it was a, an incredible roller coaster of a year for them. So I uh, think very deserved uh, gradings there. I'll go with the Blazers. I've given them a, a D. And to be honest, mm. I'm pretty angry. I'm not happy. How let him, it, let him have it. it. I'm not happy. They could have gone to F plus, D minus. How much more of this can Dame take? Yep. How much more? Dame is Portland, and Portland is Dame. He is that franchise, and I'm not kidding. They've they've made it. They, they've made it to the playoffs oh eight consecutive times over the last eight years. I feel like I'm watching a TED talk. <laughs> and the closest that, they got was that series against the Warriors, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, eight eight consecutive playoffs. They've had five first round exits out of those eight. Yep. Portland is good enough for the regular season. They're good enough, but they're always just scraping around that eight to six spot. Um, mm. Dame, he continued to be great this season. He was in the MVP chatter, um, but God, what is wrong with them? What that, is wrong with them? With that starting five, CJ, Dame, Nurkic, Covington, and Powell, you put in Carmelo Anthony, who was phenomenal. Can't trust the his, bench. His resurgence, yeah. Anthony Simons. They should be a team who are really genuine threats. And to lose in six to the Nuggets mm. first round, 
Um, I think that Damon-CJ combo, I gave them a D. Um, I think that Damon-CJ combo has reached its apex. Mm -hmm. They're not getting over that hill. No, Um, no. Something needs to change because, as I said, that starting five, that is one of the best well-rounded starting Mm -hmm. fives within the league. And yet to not make it beyond the first round is... They're so good on paper. They are. They're so good on paper, but I just don't know what it is that lets them down when it comes to their performance yep yeah yep agree i agree d for me d plus for me um i think i echo everything you've said i feel the frustration that lee had for for um dame because as we know like dame is a guy who can truly contend for a championship he's made of the right stuff yes um i think it it did hurt them throughout the course of the season having cj mccullum Mm -hmm. out for for parts of the season. I think Dane was out to begin with, wasn't well, he? because yeah. CJ was gaining some all-star buzz. That's right. Um, I had him in my all-star team. He did, be, and he was he was bowling. Yeah. He yeah. was really helping keep that team afloat. So you can they can sort of be excused for that side of things, but what they can't be excused for is another early playoff exit, um, having one of the, as you guys were saying, one of the best starting fives on paper. Um, we've said it the last few years at the conclusion of each season that they need to blow up this Dame and CJ combo because I think it's just run its run its run measure, its hasn't it? Yep. It feels like because the last couple of years we've kind of said, uh, I guess, right, they're, they're kind of on the edge. Like they've mm-hmm. got it on the team on paper. Yeah. Let's run it back and hope it clicks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think now they've used that card one too many times. We'll go back to that baseball metaphor. It's very structure out. Yeah. I think it has run its course. Yeah. CJ to go? I would like. Do you think that's I'd prefer case? Dame to go. As yeah. much as I love Dame at Portland, and I know Dame loves the hell out of Portland, I just love to see him go. Because yeah. even if they get another big star, it's like, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know if it's going to push them over the line. Just a change of scenery, at least. That's yeah. It. yeah. It's cold up in Portland there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Go visit his mate. Um, uh, Mello in uh, the, the LA. Large yeah. LA, absolutely. I'm on board. Uh, Roy, Sacramento. Sacramento. Oh, God. Now, this is a team that I'm frustrated with. Ooh. I've given them a D. Um, I think they're a team, in my opinion, who's going absolutely nowhere at the moment. They don't have the slightest bit of direction, um, which is not what you're after. Like, you can be a team like OKC, who is bottom of the barrel, but has somewhere to head to. I don't think Sacramento do. They're, they're bottom of the barrel though, aren't they? So they the, bottom, only, the only way's up. Well, you'd think so. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But they're, <laughs> they're, they've completely plateaued, but they've plateaued at the bottom end of the Western Conference. I think it's massively affecting the Aaron Fox, and mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, to an extent he's wasting some of the best years of his career playing for Sacramento. Um, I'd love for him to get out of there. Um they're just in no man's land, in my opinion. And again, we're not going to get, look forward too much. But even in the draft, like getting someone, getting a guard who they've already got a yes. few guards in their team at the moment. It's like, how's that going to help if you're looking to rebuild? Agreed. An older guard as well, you know. Nothing, not to yeah. take anything away from Mitchell because he was co summer league MVP. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm I'm not happy with where they're at. <laughs> You go, I've given them a D as well. It's generous to say they're mediocre because, to be honest, they weren't. They weren't mediocre. They were below that. Mm. I haven't given them an F F plus or a D minus because they're. I know they've got nowhere to go, but they do have some promising young talent in the names of De'Aaron Fox. His explosiveness is probably the probably one of the best he in the league. To be honest, league, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, I'd say if the Kings won a few more games, he he would have been up in the All-Star game, but they yep. didn't win that many games. Um, and then Halliburton as that young rookie spark off the bench. I really do like him as well. But like you guys said, they don't need any more guards. No. Um, so I don't know what, what they're really doing. I gave them a C. Okay. Um, yep. Predicted 12th, they finished 12th. Uh, it was a funny old year. They looked at ordinary to begin with. Luke Walton said going into the season, the big key for them with the players they had was to play quick. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. just slowed the tempo down and looked really ordinary. Um, as the season progressed, kind of came too little too late. The pace picked up and they looked better. Um, the emergence of Halliburton as well kind of coincided with them winning a few more games. I mm. think he's a stud. Mm. He's um, a really good piece for that young team developing with Fox. They can keep these kind of young core pieces. I think there is not a light at the end of the tunnel, but there's just 
a, a little glimmer of hope because you could see a world in if they get, you know, a couple of other pieces that kind of match the timeline of this core where it could work because mm-hmm. I think Fox is that good. Yeah. Quick question. What do they need desperately at the what moment? What do they need? I think they need some veteran leadership. Like, yeah. Yeah. like the Lakers have gone out and found veteran shooters. Like they, they need a mellow. They, they, they need a, a, a Reza or someone like that, someone who can score and keep the offense ticking. Yeah. But that uh, wouldn't push them over the line, even over into the, the play, line, I don't think. They need a quality big man. They, they can show up on big man. On a nightly basis, don't they? They do. Yeah. Every every team needs a big man, but it's pretty imperative there. A big man who's a li- they need like a not a Jared Allen, but they need someone who's a bit younger who can run and gun yep. with this team a little bit yep. more because that's where I think they're their best when they're getting up and down the court. They're very lucky to still have Buddy Hield, to be honest. He yeah. was he was trade bait throughout the course hey, of the I season. Locked him in in the uh, the, the like, purple and gold. Yeah, me yeah. Too. Yep. so. Um, it's been... an exciting team if they live up to their potential, but having mm. potential and living up to it is two very <laughs> different things. Would have been good, like Moses Brown even yeah. sent him over oh, there. That would uh, be yeah, perfect. I actually like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was just going to ask, we saw Jeremy Grant head over to the Pistons. What would have happened if like, he went over to someone like the Kings? Do you reckon he would have? that could have made a difference? I'm just thinking of uh, different inclusions. I don't know, just purely for the fact that the Pistons had... No real stars. The yeah. the Kings had Fox, yeah, Hill, true. whatever else. I don't know if he would have quite slotted in as well. Mm, uh, no. I don't think it would have been as good in the in the fit. But an interesting question, nevertheless. Uh, Roy, the Spurs. I've given them a flat C. Um, the reason being is they're a team who finished in a position where I think the majority of people thought they may have finished. They finished tenth in the West. Um, the only thing with the Spurs at the moment is they're in a bit of an awkward place because they haven't fully accepted a rebuild, but in saying that, they haven't added any pieces to their team to actually contend and go back up. That's the thing. So, so then I don't. I wouldn't say they're in no man's land because I've got a few pieces, particularly Dejounte Murray. Um, I reckon he's going to be leading this team going forward. Great two way player. But him and Jock Landale. Jock Landale there. I hope he gets minutes. <laughs> um, they're, they're just in a bit of a strange place. But in terms of their season just gone, I think they've probably just finished where most people thought they would. I had them at a C as well. And just that point, like uh, the no man's land point's funny because it felt like they pop might, like it might have been his last go around or this yeah. year, whatever the case. Like you don't want to bottom out completely. Mm-hmm. Like you want to give him one more crack at it, but they're not good enough to compete. No. Um, yeah, Murray, Johnson, Walker, that's quite a good younger mm. nucleus there to build around, but mm. they're not good enough. No. They're not good enough to actually contend yet. They're almost too good to bottom out. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're in a funny position. I, I think a C as well was pretty... Yeah. They, they To be honest, they were probably more competitive than I thought they would be. Mm. They uh, showed, Didn't they show glimpses at times of being able to actually make the playoffs? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So... Yeah, a funny, funny team to get a read on, aren't they? they? Are, and yep. Again, they're a team who, for the last couple of decades, they're not a team that's really, you know, I guess, talked up in the media. No. There's no glitz and glam. That's just kind of like the Grizzlies, grit and grind. Yes. Um, yeah, so they're just going to keep toiling away, but mm-hmm. not really going, going anywhere. Yep. They're digging out of a hole with a, uh, with a toy spade. You know? <laughs> they're trying. They're giving it their all, yes, but yep. it's just fruitless. Um, I gave them a D+. Plus. Um, they're another one of those teams that are just just scraping, just scraping along, and it must be so draining for them because they're trying so hard, and that's probably where their competitiveness comes from. They're trying so hard just to get that spot, they just can't reach mm. it, and everyone knows they're not going to reach it, and it hurts. Um, like you guys said, Dejounte Murray stood out to me as one of the better players on this team, probably just behind DeRozan, um, and it's going to be interesting to see how he will lead this team with DeRozan gone because he will be the leader. Who else is going to stand up and do it? No one else. Yeah. No there's one not, else. There's not many other options in mm. that regard. But, yeah, I just I want some direction with them. Just a quick one, very quick one. Do you reckon it was a positive to get rid of DeRozan? Yep. Well, yep. Did they get anyone for him, or was he like... This is the thing, isn't it? Like, this no. is what I was thinking. They've gotten rid of him, which I think ultimately going forward is the right decision, but you'd sort of need someone to fill his role. Yeah, and it depends what and, they want to do in regard to this season. If they've got pop, do they try and make yeah, one more crack at yeah. the playoffs because losing him then hurts? Mm. Uh, time yeah, will tell. Long term, <laughs> good move, but yeah. yes, time will tell. Our last team, 
The Utah Jazz, I gave an A minus. I predicted yep. they would finish 10th. What? What did they I They finished predict? first at 52 and 20. I think I must have been on drugs. <laughs> that because... I think I remember why, actually. Yeah. Because I think the season prior to that, you predicted them to finish first yeah. and they failed. Yeah. And you weren't happy with them. I so wasn't he gave happy. them a down. I went the complete <laughs> other way. Um, I think, or. Oh, I don't know if it's, I thought they were going to be bad. I just thought there were going to be more teams like the Pelicans and other teams that were going to be better than what they On were. The up, so, yeah. Yeah, that's where I kind of saw that. Conley missed 21 games, Mitchell 19. Mm. And mm. within that, they really weathered the storm well. They, yeah. You know, Mitchell, for all intensive purposes, is the star of the team. Mm. But it's really done by committee on a nightly basis. Gobert, Bogdanovich, you know, Clarkson, Clarkson. who, my goodness, that boy. Oh. How's this? 18 and a half points, four rebounds, two and a half assists in that sixth man role, sixth man of the year. He is head and shoulders, you know, we've spoken about Mellow's a great sixth yeah. man. Brunson we mentioned earlier in the episode, mm. but he's head and shoulders above at the moment, the, the best sixth man in the league. And it's a lot of six mans, they are just the stats and the people who get the points on the board when the others go off. He's talent. He's, he's real mm. talent. He is, but and he does not get deterred by missing. No, like no. He's, you know, some players go into their shell and, you know, kind of close in, but mm. he just keeps firing. And he he does. Is, he's phenomenal to watch. Um, they beat the Grizzlies 4-1 before losing to the Clippers in six. Yeah. Another team, I think they're just outside of that top tier. Yeah. Like, they're not in the top tier. Um, mm. But I think, like, I was really impressed with their uh, how well they all performed this year. Like, yep. there, there's potential there like mm-hmm. keep using the word potential but you know Mitchell if he takes that little next step into you know fringe MVP chatter all NBA mm-hmm. first team second team there's a uh, there's a pathway there that they could make the finals agree I gave him an A this time around so a little notch up from your A minus Nick they finished 52 and 20 in the league which was pretty outstanding um, just like you said, just their cohesiveness together as a team, I really liked. Um, D Wade this year took the reins of one of the owners, and then of the mentored Jazz. Mitchell within that. Yeah, yeah. Move I, I really like that dynamic. Um, but they certainly exceeded my expectation. I just had a little look back. I expected, I predicted six. I'd finish six. What they finish first? First, first Jesus, that's wild. And it was led by it was led by oh, Mitchell no. and Gobert. And it's crazy to see how far their relationship has come since that COVID. Mm. Well, that COVID. Oh, you almost forget about that. For all money, that was over. Like yeah. that was just you know, and the, the whole team would have fallen apart mm. from within that. Yeah, but they've yeah. really again mm. weathered the storm. What do do you think? realistically, and I think he can, I'll say this, but do you think that Donovan Mitchell can take that next step? The next step? Shaq doesn't think he can. What's, I, a, what's the next step? On, like, like for, what was he, what NBA team? What What if he got to first or well, second? Yeah, NBA? first or second team, generating a bit of MVP chatter, really, I guess, being one of the top yeah. half a dozen scorers in the league. Right, okay. Um um, and doing it on a nightly basis, which I think this year he's found a lot more consistency, even from after the bubble. He's doing it on a more regular basis. Oh, is he 25 or something? Yeah, yeah 25 or 25. He, he hasn't even hit his prime yet. Exactly. I think yes. Yeah, I think yes, I too. think so, too. Yeah. Oh, Shout that's, out that's the Daily Dribble boys here. <laughs> um, yeah, they've, yeah, what a phenomenal year from them. I can't believe I... Had them there. What what did you grade them, Roy? Um, I gave them an A minus, um, based off their incredible regular season. First in the West, I think automatically you just have to give them a really good grade. I think twenty losses. That's a that's a mm. really good season. Um, da- downgrade for the um, loss to the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. I, I think. Many people probably thought the Jazz would would take that one, especially once Kawhi went down. Did he once go Kawhi. down game five or six? He game went down five. throughout that series. He did, um, but I just can't remember what game it was. No, that's all right. Um, Jordan Clarkson, as you mentioned before, he was a massive positive for me. Having someone, I reckon the Jazz have something that no one else has, and that's a consistent, prolific scorer off the bench in that six man role on a nightly basis who does not have off nights. Yeah. Um, Really impressive and really like their season. I'm really excited to see what they do going forward because I think they can run it back in terms of having another great regular season but go even further in the playoffs. I have a question, and I think I'll be on the same same, same time, not timeline, same board here. Same page. But Gobert or Mitchell? As the Mitchell, yeah, Mitchell. Okay, okay. And I was, th- I was just thinking that. I, I think Gobert is so key for the team as well. Yeah. I was Pretty thinking in my head, is there any 
centre big man leaders in the league, or has that time come to an end? Uh, it used to be. Um, Joel Embiid. Yeah, there you go. Jokic. Yeah. Jokic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 But your, your game yeah. just needs to be extremely versatile if you are going to be a big man. Yeah, that's the thing about leader. all three of those players. They've got Giannis. the ability to shoot the ball more, so they've got... You know, Gobert's more of that defensive anchor, which you need, but, um, yeah, I'd have Mitchell. Yeah, man. Yeah. Lads, 15 Ooh. teams done in the West. What another – well, that, I guess, concludes our season recap mm. in the East and West. It's Certainly cool. had a lot of fun doing that. Jeez, that was yeah. comprehensive, wasn't it? It was. We, uh, don't, we think... don't muck around no. here, do we? It was fun looking back at a lot of these teams we haven't spoken about in mm. quite a number of months. You know, yeah. the Kings, yep. the Spurs, etc., etc. so – yeah, certainly enjoyed doing that one with you, lads. Yeah, me too. Love that. We, um, guys, would as we said at the top of the show, we'd love to hear from you all what you thought of our grading, where we went right, where we went wrong. Um, yeah, I think we were all... No one got an F this week, did they? Um, uh, no, not No, I don't think go. so, did they? So, happy days. Mm. You were feeling a little more generous this yeah, week, Yeah, a bit Lee. more generous. And like I was saying, it's a bit more harder to grade the Western Conference Certainly teams. found the West harder. Yeah. yeah. Um, Definitely let us have it in the comments if we um, stuffed up anyway. I'll give cop it, it. Give it to us. Give it to us, guys. We're, um, yeah, certainly enjoyed doing that. We've got a big show in store next week. We're not going to reveal yet what's going on, but we're certainly looking forward to it. We're starting to ramp up now. The season's quickly progressing, um, so we're certainly looking let's, forward let's to it. start again? Uh, in October. God, that's um, next. That's two months away. Two months away, so it's not only long. a few weeks. Uh, we're getting closer and closer as well to Roy, you moving into your new Palace yep, of Love. Yep, yep, um, yep. Palace of Love. Palace haven't of love. Been, haven't referred to it as that before, but there we go. There you have it. I'm moving in there too. Yeah, no. I don't even know if the <laughs> listeners knew. No. Me and Roy are moving in. Yeah, the, yep. the boys are... Um, Gee, that's going to be wild, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be some mm. serious damage caused. <laughs> but um, it's going to be wicked. We're looking forward to that. As we keep keep mentioning, um, that's kind of, for us, a big transition point. Uh, we've got a lot of things in the works, a lot happening, and that's kind of going to be where it all kicks off. So yep. only a couple of weeks to go now, isn't it, right? Very keen for it. Beautiful. Guys, been a pleasure as always doing this with you. Has been. We will talk to you all next week. Let us know in the comments what you think, and we can't wait to come at you next week with another huge episode. Love you, bye.